An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Um, rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. Chris, Gail. Stephen Ferris. I would like to be a little bit raw, a little bit unfiltered, a, a little, little bit, bit unpredictable. Oh, well. <laughs> but I'm going to do the bloody obvious and say, welcome back, Dennis Carnahan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where Boy. have you been, Dennis? Oh, I've been working down have the you? mines yeah. in the coalface. What industry do you work in that allows you to work during these troubled times, Dennis? <laughs> Rugby league. Rugby league. Rugby league is- broadcasting. Hence, that's why you're here now. Yes. Because there's no more as <laughs> of last Monday. Too. No. Uh, Dennis. Yes, th- these are This is uncharted waters. Well, unpredictable. Unpredictable. No, no, please. Unprecedented times. times. It's a one in a hundred years event, I'd say. You would say this is your, your calculations? Yes. You've done the risk assessment. <laughs> and I say, Dennis, now is the new normal. Hmm. So Interesting. Welcome back well, to this new normal. But then there's going to be, you know, we're in the we're currently in the pre-apocalyptic phase, like yes. the, the dystopian future. We're in the pre, we're in the prequel, like right. the, the start of the movie. First all, we're in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Right. It's about to go. No one knows what's going to happen at the end. No, no. It's entirely unpredictable. Okay, so you, hey, we're almost through this, aren't we? Isn't Trump saying we're back in the churches at Easter? Easter, yeah, we get our uh, eggs. And by, by my calculation, that's about two weeks. Away, Isn't so Trump also saying that he's the biggest expert in this uh, <laughs> thing as well? And yeah, yeah so Dennis, so you had a job with Rugby League for a period. No, 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 <laughs> no, no more work, correct? Um, well, there's still some bits and pieces to do. There's still, yeah. a, there's still a, you know, a show to go. Can but, I say, uh, there's no can Rugby I say League. You're actually not hired by the Rugby League, though, are you? No, I'm not hired by the Rugby so League. Therefore, your work may well be protected. Uh, possibly. Mm. Possibly. Mm. I may be in that. Yeah, I think that. Uh, Anthony Albanese came out to say, Wonderful work that I think the ABC is now being considered an, uh, a, a service of necessity or emergency. Essential service. Essential service. An essential there service. There we go. Yeah. The Dennis. emergency broadcaster. See, that's the thing. I'm not part of the emergency broadcast no, segment the of the ABC. I'm just stuff, the fluff and bubbles, and they all hate me, and they're all picking over the carcass of sports <laughs> yeah. and trying to get out of equipment take from and him. steal it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold your equipment, Dennis, and keep your secrets in right. Oh, but, but I just sorry to interrupt, but couldn't you get a job um, doing the sound on the live versions of the? Well, they probably won't have the live versions now in the town halls of the. Lee Sales, Annabelle Crab, you know, Chats 10 Looks 3 on the Diamond Tina Podcast Network. They can't be on the, uh, that, cause in that, the town hall. Yeah, but surely their podcast would meet the definition of an essential service. I think all, well, this one does. All, all podcasts would, I would have thought, yeah. you'd think. Because, you know, podcasting is now more important than ever. <laughs> so, Dennis, um, I'm not going to use his phrase, sound bore. You're a sound person, a technician uh, with the ABC. E- recording, engineer. Engineer. Have title, you know? Engineer. <laughs> recording the audio at the rugby league games during this most unusual Not recording, broadcasting it. Broadcasting, broadcasting of course. live to air. But is it recorded? Every game, and every bro- week, ad-free and live. He likes to pick over, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what it was like, Dennis, because we weren't there. It's well, the only time we weren't allowed in, and we didn't even go to the Balmain and sit on top of the rooftop with a little Craig or whatever his name was. Well, I wasn't prepared to get up on that scaffolding. No. I mean, it only spent about 900 bucks on it, and that, that, <laughs> that came out to about 40 bucks per person. The one that worried me was the people sitting on the gable of the roof. There was three people just sitting up there. I was looking at that going, if you're cleaning your gutters, you're meant to have a harness. Yeah. And they're just yeah. sitting there in their Tigers jerseys feeling uh, you know, much like the... Evangelical TV yes. pastors in the US that they'll be protected by the Tigers jersey. They're Un- not going to fall off the roof. Un- they didn't. Uncharted, Dennis. Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. So you were there producing a broadcast for the ABC. Yes. Uh, and there was nobody in the audience. Tell us about your experience. Well, Walk I us had, it. So I've, uh, my, my saddest part was that I couldn't go to the empty AFL because I did empty cricket. <laughs> Four games of empty league. I would have loved to have done empty, empty cricket, empty, empty league, and empty AFL. Yeah, I had yeah, the whole yeah. thing. I, I, the, the empty cricket, I should start with that. The empty cricket was fantastic yeah. because 
there was one moment in there which I wish I'd had recorded where the commentator, Brett Sprigg, we had the windows open. Now, Fox Sports mm. has said, oh, guys... That's, that's a mistake. Nice. No, no we, always, we always have them open because Jim Maxwell... You've not heard of the COVID-20 thing? I mean, Jim yeah. Maxwell. <laughs> Jim Maxwell. Try and tell Jim Maxwell to do something and he won't. Oh. He's a mad Rabbitohs fan. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. Oh, he's a dreadful Rabbitohs mm, fan. Dreadful. Um, him and his wife. But they, um, <laughs> Fox Sports said, could, could you close your windows because Jim's kind of loud and he's coming in our effects mics. And he's like, I'm at the cricket. I'm not closing my window. And so he didn't. Um, there was a moment in commentary where uh, Brett Sprigg was commentating and the ball has slapped DeGrand Holmes' glove and gone to the keeper and they've all, they haven't appealed. They've gone, yeah, because it was out. Now, we had all these sound effects on field. It was so clear. It was fantastic. It was, it was a sound bore's dream because you could hear everything so clearly. Damn those people for getting in the road. Damn that audience. Um, Brett Sprigg, they saw the re- replay and he was outraged that, that it wasn't given out. It's like, that hasn't a, you know, nudged the glove. That's smacked into the glove and ballooned to the keeper's hand. That's out. Rasmus, Rasmus has just got that wrong. At which point, um, Josh Hazelwood turns, <laughs> looks at the commentary booth, holds his hand up and taps his glove saying, yeah, it was off his glove. <laughs> and then Brett Sprigg has just gone, sort of watch a, oh, and it turns out the players can, uh, can hear what I'm saying. Me now. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you, Josh, as you I were. heard this was a phenomenon of the league games as well, is that the sonorous voices of some of the commentators, a la your Andrew Moores and Luke Lewis's, could be heard out on the pitch. Uh, they could be heard across the other side of the field. There was <laughs> one of the coaches right. came back where, and said where is that. It, a number of the networks... And I'm looking at Channel Nine here. Opted to call it off the monitor. Stay at home, off tube. They call yeah. it and, and off tube and off tube. The great Will Warren, whom we might talk about a little mm. bit later, but he had never called a game off, off a tube. monitor. No. Off tube. Sorry, is that right? Never. Mm. Yeah, and he, and he was unusual. Yeah. And he was worried about the experience. <laughs> yeah, well, there was no crowd noise for for Ray. But the well, crowd noise wasn't. Were you at any of the games where they actually pumped in the? Yes, uh, I was, where, and it was just. Stupid. They didn't pump in crowd noises, did they? Just music. They, they, no, they pumped in crowd noise. Crowd they they tried well. it the first night. The, the first empty game yeah. was the Bulldogs, yeah. and they tried to put crowd noise in. And this in. is purely for the footy players themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just silly. Well, that's yeah. an alien experience, because I went to the corresponding fixture last year, Bulldogs versus North Queensland Cowboys. And, and they didn't was, pump it in. There was no one there, right, <laughs> last year. So, I mean, that, that, that would have really thrown <laughs> the players. And But there was music, right? There was, and the music at, at the Olympic Stadium it wasn't so bad because it's a big stadium. Um, it just rattles around. Just rattles around. Mm. And it, it was fun. So the Olympic Stadium, I didn't... Oh, no, I did. We weren't allowed to interview the players. We weren't allowed to get a mic near their face. We had to be, at all mm. times, mm. a metre and a half away. So for the post-game interviews, we took a, a long-throw microphone, set it up mm. on a boom with, um, you know, to, to point at the player's mouth to do the interview. And that worked okay at the Olympic Stadium. But when we got to... Cogra, mm-hmm. it became a problem because the DJ was so loud, so loud. And the DJ right. was apparently there, ordered by the home coach to play music to pump the players up. Cronulla. The first game was the Dragons. <laughs> At Cogra? Yes. But no. Yeah, yeah the, Dragons, v, played, the Dragons played on Saturday, on, on Friday, oh. and Cronulla played on the... Um, Saturday. Saturday. Now, Cronulla was... I thought it was Penrith's home game on this. No. That was week one was Penrith Roosters. And that was just shows how you've you would have switched you're off. You're so traumatized. You're so traumatized. You didn't realize your team was playing at home. <laughs> they lost. You know. Yeah. So you, just. So it's, not, it's not traumatizing. Just. You should be Slow like, a ten point you should be Yeah. Now it's all coming back to me. All right, guys. I get it. The pain. Yeah. <laughs> all the pain. The pain. Yeah. It was a good game. Yeah. It was a good game, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that forward pass. Come on now. But we were trying to forward, was it? We were trying to interview after the game. Viliami Kikau. Now Viliami Kikau is an enormous man and has an inverse proportionality with his size and his voice. So, General Giant, they call them. Yeah, so, I call that the blocker principle because you never expect oh, blocker's you. voice no, to be come out of that body. Body, no. would you? No. Uh, now it's interesting. I wonder who the DJ was because our old mate Andrew Rose has been complaining. So I've read the whinges. And oh, love what's he you, Rosie. About not being able to get work, and I can't. And I can't even give him a hug. Because I know that I know your values that are Did you want to? Did you want to? Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and he was furious when he was informed by the Roosters that he wasn't required, not because he wasn't required, because they hadn't confirmed that he was going to be the DJ this season, you know. <laughs> and and so w- I wonder if it was the regular DJ because I remember listening to one of the games this last weekend, and at the fifteen minute mark they were playing David Bowie's Heroes, mm. 
And Stephen, you're more versed in these matters than I am, but surely custom dictates that that is one of the songs that is only played off the back of We Are The Champions by Queen, having secured the Proven Summons the trophy. premiership or something grand and play, big. You don't play a regular game. We don't play We Can Be Heroes no, 15 no, minutes in. No, 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 you do it not. Wasn't the, was it the Raiders-Warriors game? It, uh, that sounds right. It was the Raiders Warriors yeah. game, and, and I think that, that I think that it's it was how a, inappropriate were those two teams playing? I was for dip, the Warriors. A dip was to it? the Warriors for staying in Australia. What was the moment they played the song? What was the moment they played the song? Fifteen minutes in, and then and from Six then tackles on. again or something. And from then on, it was a dropout. <laughs> well, I have noticed. I think it was even the one day cricket that, that whoever was the DJ that they often hit a song and obviously plays and they pull the volume down and they just bring it up again. Yeah, the same song. You hate laziness in a DJ. Laziness. How's it through? How's it because I believe we didn't talk about this last week, Stephen, mm. that you said the world's greatest beach is near Kingscliff, which is where the Warriors were ensconced. Yes, we keep looking it up and forgetting the name of that beach, don't we? Is it Kingscliff? <laughs> no. no, it's not. Cabarita? Cabarita! Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Voted number one beach in New South Wales. Wow. Yeah, much of the sh- well, you, you, heard, you heard Ricky Stewart's comment about it. Oh, I wouldn't mind going up to Kingscliff yeah. for six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> Ricky really Stewart has refused to join the Coaches Association, I hate to point out. I'd like to go to a comedy club, Ricky Stewart and Paul Kent. Oh. What do you reckon? <laughs> on stage the one time. Oh, Ricky Stewart, no, Ricky's got a great sense of humor. <laughs> you, you'd cuddle him too, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, right now I would. I'd be proud of I'd give him a hug, the, for sure. The, one of the innovations that Fox came up with yeah. in covering the empty stadiums, and I was actually involved in an empty arena call and our wrestling promotion, PWA, was said Andrew Rose and the Lucha Libre wrestler Big Fudge. Ah, absolutely yes. magnificent. And throughout the event, he actually gave sanitary tips in his pink lucha mask, which has a Mars bar coming out of it, his confectionery theme. So you're looking for different. sounds appropriate, but not. Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> confectionery theme, wrestler. Yeah, confe- his entrance music is uh, the Mr. Whippy theme. Yeah. Lovely, love that. And, yeah. and so we were looking for... Green sleeves. Well, it's actually sort of... A, it's actually one of those different... It's like an American uh, sound, because it's from America, I think. So you're looking for differences. So for Fox League decided we'll go into the homes of fans, right? And we're always told that this is a widely popular game. The Tigers Knights game, the Tiger fan was Big T, who's been on fire up. Yeah. Okay. And he was at the Like Up Bowling Club, I think, with his mate um, uh, Hugo. Which was still open. Yep. Yep. Is it? And then, it was them. And then yeah. the Parramatta Titans game was Mary Constantopoulos, a.k.a. Mary Kay of Ladies Who League fame, again, mm. who's been on fire up. Mm. So the league church is not as broad as I thought. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I think they couldn't show on the Fox coverage was some Titans fans at home mm. enjoying the coverage. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there is such Because they a, were all at the stadium. That's right. As in league, empty. Yep. League church boys. Who was the Pope? Gus. Gus. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say Ray Warren might fit that role? Nearly. He'd be a cardinal. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't put... you put Vlanders as one of the sort of the... No, Volandis Vol- sits above the Pope. <laughs> Volandis is one of those guys, you know, in those, like, name of the Rose, yeah. who's a monk or something plotting for the yeah, assassination for, yeah, bring of down. the Pope. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Who's playing Sean Connery's role? <laughs> well, Greenberg. Todd. Greenberg. Course, course, the beard yeah. and yeah. The, the hair. And what are we, just mere monks? I mean, <laughs> we just strap ourselves and put things, you know, around our thighs to hurt, <laughs> feel the pain of Christ. Yeah. I love it. I love a good hair shirt in the morning. And, and I want to apologise... For this joke in advance. Yeah. But when they were talking about cutting the player's salaries and the current figure being bandied around is 87%. Where did we start that, Chris? Yeah. Uh, well, originally in the zero. Yeah. Joey Lennon. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the missus was okay. The, the, the Mortgage <laughs> paid. The missus was yeah. okay. The AFL came in. Bank at, manager, okay. The AFL came at 50. Well, Volander's gone hard at 87. Hard. And then Greenberg's backed him up and said, all executives will have to take a haircut. Well, in Todd's case, that's a bit difficult, isn't yeah. it? But anyway. But they you can see, get to a barber. That's the thing. That's yes. why he said a haircut. And They're not going to get their nails done. The They're not going to get the... Yeah, they... Peter, though, still got his salary from racing in New South Wales, so he's okay. Mm. Uh... Well, they're still racing. They're still racing. They're still racing. So he's entitled to full pay. And this might come up a little bit later in the show. They're still golfing, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Social distance. Okay, let's have a break, shall we, guys? Why not? Wonderful. Well, that's why I actually I introduced Orbach to his wife. We're sitting in a at a pub after a game and young Laura came over and she was looking at the fellas I said that's your one right there Mitch Orba he's your man not only can he play he's a great fella he's everything you want Chris um, as we may have uh, touched upon off air um, Peter Volandis mm, um, perhaps a man who was on the front foot proactive and now is uh, perhaps reacting and pulling back a little bit courtesy of the decision to not, no play anymore but what is the next solution options etc and we're talking about a place to take the players to yes 
So there's a couple of issues here. First of all, I want to remind everyone we're on Fire Up's Quiet Australia, Stephen. And, and if you go outside right now, it's pretty fucking It's pretty quiet. <laughs> second, second thing is, uh, I'm prepared to take you on, Dennis. Uh, okay, uh, sure. It's Lord Volandis. It's not the Count. That's Anthony Minicello. Always is, always will yeah, be. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's been taken, all right? Yeah. Now, it's true. He mm. does look a little bit he, like... He I, needs a cape. And, and, He's and, a cape I, short of I, being the Count. And you're, you're talking Lugosi Dracula there, aren't you? Pretty much. Yeah, not... Yeah, not yeah. Um, He's got deep pockets. Yeah, not the beautiful war. <laughs> not Gary Oldman. Not Gary Oldman, though. Uh, I don't like it when he changes. Oh, who was, I hate that. Who was the guy from uh, Diary of a Mad Housewife? Uh, Frank uh, Langella. Langella, Frank Langella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> a sexy he, Dracula. A bit, bit heavy set, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, there was uh, Sir Peter Cushing, was it? No, he was always Van Helsing, and it was uh, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, and, of course, and yes. is there yeah. anyone more iconic mm. than uh, Max Schreck as Nosferatu? Oh, Max Schreck. Well, like, can you imagine, though, Volantis going, okay, there's going to be zero, there's going to be 15%, there's going to be 50%, there's going to be 87%. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking on the blood of something. The carcass of rugby league. Chris, so, what's it looking like? So Lord Volantis <laughs> is vulture-like, picking at the carcass of <laughs> rugby league, which I think we established on Fire Up this morning, Stephen, which is on FBI Radio 94.5 FM on your Sydney radio dial <laughs> approximately 9.20am each Friday morning while yeah. the season is on which I can't say anymore because no. the season's not on yeah. at the moment but mm. if it's suspended that's probably good enough mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try and keep going if we yep. can but uh, for Volandis uh, Rugby League will be going for a song I think we've established Rupert Murdoch has set this whole pandemic up and what song you're talking about yeah. yesterday might be expensive to get I'd say have you ever been to a distressed asset sale well let me tell you rugby <laughs> league is a distressed asset right right now. right right so but Volandis is looking for any pockets of money he can mm. he can come up with because as we know the uh, NRL has been living hand to mouth yeah, yeah. play a game get paid don't play a game get zip mm. so he's actually approached uh, well, Greek cloth cap in hand I guess we would say <laughs> so Gladys Kiss very particular mm. and so Gladys we we need Allianz. So I think that's that's a given. I mean, Fitzsimons' idea that we turn it into a park is ridiculous. Football stadium, yeah. So Sydney football stadium, yes, yeah, yeah. Allianz. Fitzsimons is no, ridiculous, right? Totally, yeah, totally yeah. ridiculous. Mm. But and in, in what becomes, I can only describe as an unholy alliance of thinking between Volandis and Fitzsimons. Mm-hmm. The money <laughs> allocated for the refurb of ANZ Stadium, the Olympic Stadium, well, should be, or is it Telstra Stadium? Or is it Stadium Australia? And let's just stick for one name for the stadium. Let's call it the Olympic Stadium. Olympic Stadium. We yeah, like so that. Give, yeah. give it a bit of gravitas. It should yeah. be called Kathy's Place. Kathy's Place. I was there. I, like I was it. there. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Were you there, Dennis? <laughs> Not for Kathy. I was in tears. Were you in tears? Oh, my goodness. Man, oh, man, is it getting better? Greatest. Talk about the blackest day in Australian sport. That was the greatest <laughs> night in Australian sport. Absolutely. Oh, I was watching on TV and when she was there going, someone... Flame stopped. The thing's got not going. That was boy. That was a long. There's a twelve seconds. Nice pause. I thought suspenseful oh. but pause. Yeah. Oh, no, I was there for that. Yeah. That was that was. Uh, I was in New York for that. Yeah. I was going. Mm, that's taking a while. Oh, so you weren't there? No, for the, for the race. Night. I for came race. back for the race. Oh, oh you had to fly back for the race. I thought you were talking about the opening night. Right? No, the opening no, the night. Race. Yeah, Kathy's yeah. place. But some yeah, five hundred million dollars has yes. been allocated for the refurb at Kathy's place. Right. And Volandis has gone to Gladys and said, "We're prepared to stick with the non-rectangular format of Kathy's place." if some of that money can be directed to rugby league. Now, he's actually formed and joined an alliance called COMPS. Yeah. Have you heard about COMPS? The Coalition Comps. of Major Professional Participation Sports, Chris. Right. Now, <laughs> NRL's in there. Who are the other members? AFL? Uh, Nepal? No, no. The top no. shelf stuff, wouldn't it? Uh, not, rugby, uh, not rugby union. No, no, no. Do they still have A-League? No. no they, Anybody? Uh, rugby yeah, union? I think we've got uh, hurling in there. Hurling! Yeah. <laughs> what are we hurling? Table tennis. Yes, okay. And in a nod to the future, eSports. Because while every other sport is off, <laughs> except for golfing and racing, e-sport. yeah. eSports just continues what unabated. What about golf cart racing? There's a sport. Hello. Are What's... they part of the comps? <laughs> Colour-coded, the whole bit, you know. So, the other thing that we should say mm-hmm. about Cathy's Place, yep. right, is uh, that in terms of... That precinct. Yes. The idea that was to take this game, this great game of ours, to Calliope, there was the great Andrew Voss who actually came up with an alternative plan as to where rugby league should have been played. Right. Can we get it simpler? We have out at the Olympic Park precinct three hotels whose entrance is 100 metres apart, or three. They have a total of 545 rooms without a person in them. 
Inside 500 metres from all of those hotels is a ground called ANZ Stadium and the showground, the New South Wales mm. Rugby League Centre of Excellence, the mm. Sydney Athletic Field. This could have become the Rugby League bubble. Now, I'm just going to put this out there. Could this possibly work? That right now, the league tomorrow says, right, well, we are going to test everyone. And our mm. quest is to bring the game to Sydney, the Sydney Olympic Park, as you test negative, into the bubble you go. So there was Andrew Voss. <laughs> Look, I missed that. Right. Things you might have missed. Right. So there was Andrew Voss on Controversy Corner. Yeah. And by the way, the pot of it, doesn't he? I might be wrong in this, but I watched, you know, they're now doing Fox League Live at the Matty Johns podcast studio. And Voss, who was hosting a show the other day with the Mel Meninga figure on the desk, mm. we had it on last week. Mm. This is all very suspicious. Hang on, I think that needs a bit of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I, I, I do think you have a bit of polish can, too. Can I jump in? Sterilised sweating, look. Can I jump in and say he's missed one thing there? Yes, there's hotels. Yes, there's the, there's the athletics warm-up track. There's the athletics track. There's plenty of places to go. But what he's missed, yes, hotels, whatever. There's only 500. Just around the corner... Is Silverwater Jail? Yeah. Now they've let people out, and that's got a fence already. They've, they've let people out of there because of parole, because of coronavirus. That's where you put them, what? straight in well, there. Dennis, that's genius. Yeah, it's genius, perfect. and perfect. a cut through hole to get into and the game. You, you know what? People, are, you're saying isolate them. I say don't. I say put cameras in every room. Who do you throw mean? in? Throw in a couple Hello. of hundred strippers. You've got you've got League Island. You've got maths. Yeah, you've got everything. Yeah, They'd be concerned also about the frogs. What would happen to the frogs? Because they've got that little haven there at Homebush. <laughs> but but what incenses me is that Vossi. I think if you listen to that audio, he's claimed that idea. Oh, he he's stolen it. Surely. Controversy corner went out Monday. The previous Friday on Fire Up's Quiet Australia, mm. the very show that we're doing now. Stephen Ferris, what did Stephen Ferris say? Had this to say. But we were discussing later than that, why not Homebush? You just wall it off, right? You get all those shonky buildings, empty them, mm. you know, they're half empty now, put all of rugby league in Homebush, they play at the sta any stadium, you can play three games at once. Boom. It's a pretty good Lock idea. them down. It's a pretty good idea. Lock them down. I mean, <laughs> the same idea, yeah. lock, stock and barrel, more succinctly yeah. put, kudos yeah. to you, Stephen. <laughs> Not as theatrically put, though. No, no. 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 Well, He's I, got I the just, voice, I, just, I think. But, I think what's happened, though, is that Fox Sports has cut, where Vossi looked down the camera and went, thanks to you, Stephen yeah. Ferris, for the idea, you fire up 944. Yeah, yes, let's face it, not really FM. very many original ideas left in the world. We know that. It's, all been it's done, only 12 notes you know, in the universe. Shakespeare, the Bible, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But look, we've we got to move fast because a, a lot of other great ideas I was thinking about are being taken. Rottnest Island. Yes, that's They're now moving done. on that, yeah. Yep. Uh, Lord Howe. Yes. Quarantine can't get there. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Too crowded already. It's about eight already, I think. Shark and Clark. <laughs> Shark. Yes. Uh, look, if, if it's good enough for Tom Cruise to come down to Botany Bay and do Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Did I say that? Mission. Have we got time for Rugby League? Have we got time for me to tell my Mission Impossible 2 story? Please. So I used to have uh, <laughs> lease, mind you, an office right at the end of uh, Darling Street in Balmain. Yeah. At the turning circle there at Thornton Park where yeah. the buses and the ferries and they yeah. all... And where together. Malcolm Young used to talk, walk his dog. Absolutely. Mm. Number 10, Darling Street. Mm. And one day, uh, a woman walks into uh, Dennis. <laughs> tech, tech nerd stuff. <laughs> I just noticed. What's he laughing we're, at? We're all on camera because the, the camera's seeing my Oh, lovely. Thing. So we don't need this video. I can just play. I'm, I'm virtual. Anyway. <laughs> where were you, Chris? Anyway, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> a woman walks in and she goes, who, who do I need to talk to who's responsible for this building? I say, me. And she goes, look, this is a little bit uh, left of centre, mm. but I was uh, with a director yesterday scouting locations for Mission Impossible 2 and he very much likes your building. Would you be interested in filming here? And if you actually go on to see Mission Impossible 2, it was set in Sydney. Mm. Uh, the Governor Philip Tower had a biological weapons facility in mm. the basement, which mm. I think it still does. <laughs> and, and I said... Uh, this is very interesting Bill to Grace me. Scott was the bad guy, wasn't he? Oh, it's yeah. stretching my memory. Yes. I said, who's the director? And she goes, John Woo. And I go, oh, come on now, the hard boil, the killer face-off. She goes, you've heard of him? Yeah. And I said, absolutely, I've heard of him. She goes, we are getting incredible tables in Chinese restaurants this week. <laughs> and, and she said, would you be interested? I said, as long as I get Different a... times. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and she said, would you be interested uh, in being a, a location for the movie? And I said, as only if I get a small speaking role. <laughs> So oh, you did not. So consequently, <laughs> we weren't in the movie. <laughs> Deal breaker. <Yeah. laughs> Rightio, we're ready to fire up. I think we are. 
Hey, Chris. <laughs> hey, Stephen. Hey, Dennis. Good hey, to have you back. Hey, Stephen. Oh, it's great to be back. I, one day I hope to get a hug from you too. Oh, boy, Matt, when one it's day. all over, there'll be so many hugs. And uh, may your work continue, Dennis. Well, plenty to do. Plenty of admin. Yeah, plenty of admin. Plenty of admin. OH&S, which I, else I'm to in do. a bit of admin with, for Vivid at the moment, wrapping uh, up the admin, you know. Yeah. yeah. And forecasting, blue sky thinking for 2021. Oh. Back, oh, if it's coming back, bigger it? than ever. Of course, it has to. I, I keep hearing the new normal is things like the arts are gone. No, no, Chris. There's no federal arts department. And, no, I know. No, no. Paul and Fletcher Chris, has a, as a sub department. I think we are under treasury, Chris. We are protected. Oh, this is New South Wales, right? So you're. <laughs> is there a state arts department? Does, does Gladys have an arts department, or is it in lockdown? There, are, there are divisions. Create New South Wales and many others. Oh, film, you, you know. Anyway, uh, yes, we're we're very very busy planning for the future. Very busy. It's like so, you expect the Easter show to come back next year, wouldn't you? Not in the new normal. Oh, for God's sake. Give up now. <laughs> we can't. What about summer nats? We're driving towards Resumption Day. Resumption Day, which, yes. Which, beautiful. Yes. Have we got the T-shirts made yet? That's right. September and, 1. And, and if we don't make 1 June, 1 July or 1 August, yeah. it will be segueing with Doomsday. So <laughs> it'll be, we'll probably do the, the show on about the 15th of August. Is it Resumption Day mm. or is it Doomsday? Mm. It regularly returns in part of the new normal. Yeah. Right, I hand right. it to you now, Chris. Oh, you're going to hand it to me? I am, yes. Okay, there's a couple of issues that we want to cover that mm. still relate to rugby league, and then we might open up the discussion a little bit. The first of these is uh, the analysis of the club funding models going forward. So there's, there's a real battle going on here. Are the players going to have a base salary share, or are they going to pro rata? That's, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, sorry, we you're going to be interested in this. <laughs> uh, the current proposal yeah. is that the clubs that are struggling get yeah. bailed out more than the clubs that aren't. Oh. And the rich clubs have blown up deluxe about Socialism. that. Socialism. Yeah. Love that, Chris. You know what? One idea I've been thinking about, how come we're all in this together, but apart, and we're all supposed to sort of suffer the pain, you know, you lo- everyone's losing their job. There's a few that aren't, of course, we know that. But generally speaking, everybody's in this, you know, we're all struggling, staying at home, et cetera, et cetera, including the moguls, the media moguls, the business moguls, the mining moguls. Why can't we just tax the buggers? 25% off the top. Gina Reinhardt, what's she worth? 16 bill? I heard a great, a Take great idea bill. the other day. What do you reckon? Bring it back into the coffers. I heard a great idea the other day that to abolish billionaires, once you get to 999 million, the yep. rest just goes to tax. Love that A whole idea. lot of it. So Dennis. right now, Rupert, just give all you... You can keep a billion, just, yeah. under. Is it, just under. Just under. Isn't that why Led Zeppelin lived in Switzerland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody will change. Some bugger will go AWOL and change the rules. That's, that's right. Because <laughs> See, the minute you do that... The banks will step in. It, it's all for fine for moguls. Everybody hates moguls. But the minute you start tackling the artists like mm. that, you know... The artists? Well, there's no artists anymore. Who were, what? Paul McCartney might be. Let's yeah, be honest. There's probably no artists earning any money anymore. No, no, no. no. Panama. Yeah. So, Stephen, you'll be fascinated that yeah. the current uh, model to bail out rugby league clubs will be standardised funding along with unequal bailout funding and cost reductions. Unequal? But... What's it's what's it forced us to do is look at the funding models of the clubs. It's either leagues, clubs, or private ownership. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and the leagues clubs have closed down, correct? Yeah, that's right. So that's Dried going up. to put a hole into it. Pokies are gone. Pokies are shut. All gone. Whereas private funding is probably pretty good, unless you're the Penn family. Hey, Tim Fever would be dancing down King Street, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all the unintended benefits. Yeah, he is. Yeah, go on. But it was revealed this week in terms of the Sharks and their financial model because, you know, they've sold the have one? And <laughs> that they sold the airspace near the Leagues Club for $12 million. Look, the barracks did that. Yeah. I know about this in the city. You know, you've got an allocated space above mm. you and you can move it from one place to another as an abstract concept, obviously. So the barracks, to refund their firm for the 200-year anniversary or whatever it is, 250, uh, sold off their airspace to another building that wanted to build higher. Oh, yeah. right. Is that okay. what it is? Have they got valuable airspace at Cronulla? I'm asking the question. I think what they're, what they're doing in Cronulla, they've sold the airspace to Blue Sky Mining. <laughs> so you can actually go up there and suck up the fumes. Yeah, and those yeah, fumes yeah. you can then use to fuel yeah. spaceships you and things. You want to create a three-eyed fish come down here. <laughs> we, we had our fire-up end-of-season dinner at The Prophet. Uh, Did we? Uh, up in Cleveland Street, yeah, if yeah. you remember, the Lebanese restaurant. Yeah. And that's where the all the power brokers, you know, which will now include Law Volandis, mm. Alan Jones. Well, yeah, who's at the front yeah, of the, yeah. the, from the table? All, all the moguls come, yeah. and that's put on every year by the guy who sold the real estate for the undersea volcano. <laughs> so you could buy a piece of the undersea volcano on the, on the chance that the tectonic plates will shift yeah. and it will become habitable land. Ah. I think the sharks are pulling a fairly similar That's a long right vision, now. that one. Yeah. Because who would want to buy airspace above a mangrove? 
Yeah, toxic man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, What's it worth? Yeah. But there are all these unintended benefits that we've mm. seen. As you said, uh, the pokies have been shut down. That's got to be a good thing as far as Tim Freeman is concerned. <laughs> um, don't get me started on the Whitlams. Yeah. But uh, Ray Warren, and I mean, this, this is a down for me is that this was probably Ray's victory lap this year because he calls about seven games a year. That is very sad, Chris. Right, and yep. we're not getting to hear Ray mm. Warren, and we may not hear him again. Mm. I mean, they ran a piece about Chris Lawrence retiring. What about a piece about Rabbits retiring? Yeah. This may be the deal-breaker for him. Yeah, but, this, but the man retains a sense of humour because he was mm-hmm. uh, interviewed about how he was coping with the crisis, and he said... He thought that the old person's supermarket run was at 7 p.m., not 7 a.m. Because <laughs> so, he's a party hound, right? He stays up all night. I'm asleep at 7 a.m. You won't get me to the shops at that time. And uh, <laughs> the, the idea of drop, dropping down to your local Romeo's IGA yeah. and hoping to bump into rabbits at 7 o'clock in the morning. Not going to happen. again. Is Wayne Bennett there? And, and That's right, one of the benefits of getting old, surely. Well, you heard sleeping. that. You heard that uh, Adam Reynolds suggested that Wayne could do the run and play and all the, the staples for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> He's a card, that bloke. <laughs> oh, dear. dear, uh, dear. Uh, Sam Burgess, who I don't know if you caught him on NRL 360. Uh, sorry, sorry, on uh, Matty John's show, which will be the next show Where to shut down. What did he record down. that, did you say? Uh, they go into Fox. They go into Fox. Yeah, uh, Gordon right. Tallis was up in Queensland on the monitor. But uh, it's Sam and uh, Nathan Highmarsh and Fletch uh, and Matty. Off tube. Mm, off tube. Hey, right. Dennis. <laughs> we learn something new every day. But Sam Burgess yeah. was asked if you could only save one person, who would it be, Russell Crowe or Wayne? <laughs> what did he say? Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> and then Matty John says, Wayne might be getting near the end. But anyway, yeah. but, but rugby league is in such a parlous state that other sports are now yeah. riffing off its uh, atrocities. So <laughs> oh. we all remember Craig Gower and his mm. golf buggy incident. But Stephen, can you take us through... What's happened with an A-League star? Yeah, and this is the disappointing side to it, right? It really yeah, is really. disappointing. We should, we should have those things uh, copyrighted. and They're ours. Yeah, wrapped up, patent pending, the whole bit, you know. Atrocities are ours, Rugby League. We've got the T-shirt, we've got the mug to prove it, right? We've got the, the Hall of Shame at, uh, at Moore Park. I mean, what better claim to these activities? But no, no, they've been told to behave even more so. And are they erecting a plaque around the corner to Curtis Scott where... Oh, God, yeah. Where he got You know, if you go to New York, there's the Imagine Garden. You know? Curtis Scott was tasered not off tube. I think what, <laughs> what, what, I think what was off camera. Do, yeah. They'll put a, um, they'll put a picture, they'll, like they'll have a little statue of Curtis being tasered. Yeah. And wrestled for yeah. nine, nine police, or was it 12 police, and handcuffed, talk about, shirtless. Talk about piling cause he, on. Because he got on the, on, the, on, the, on the sauce one night. For Australia Day. Oh, like Australia Day. It's unpatriotic not it's, to get pissed. Hello. I wanted to have on? a lie down on the grass near NRL headquarters. As I said, like Strawberry Fields in New York City, it's, it's now a pilgrimage to go yes. to worship at the, the Curtis Scott Garden there. <laughs> like a little picket fence, you know. I don't know what sort of plant they're going to grow there or flower. What yeah. would you think, a petunia or what? What's the flower of ACT? Yeah, what goes well down well on ACT? Oh, you've got me. Oh, no. <laughs> they have Florida. What are those, yeah, what's those trees that are everywhere? Those bloody gravy trees that line the roads when you go to no, the pine trees. No, they've they? chopped them all down oh, for, the, uh, <laughs> for the light rail. Remembrance Drive. It was just They go bucks. all the way to the snow. Yeah. You know, those, those, like... those trees were our fallen soldiers. Yeah. Well, not anymore. <laughs> all those poplars. <laughs> but speaking of, uh, yeah. you're, you're referencing, of course, the, uh, the Lennon shooting. Yes. And there was an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee and Jerry Seinfeld was a comedian who I don't recall the name of and they drove past the Dakota building and Seinfeld says something along the lines of, someone goes, oh, Yoko, I know. I mean, why do you still live here? Mm. Um, you know, your husband was shot here. She goes, well, that's true, but the view I have a central Fantastic. park. Fantastic. <laughs> As I accrue my many millions. Uh, look, A-League, of all the bloody codes to rip out some adventure, Chris. The last sporting code yeah. uh, team space to shut down in Australia. The last one? Well, they, they actually decided to shut down on the Saturday, but they got wind of uh, the AFL announcing on Sunday and Rugby League on the Monday. So no one would have noticed. So they had to wait to the Tuesday. Wait to Tuesday, That's fair right. enough too, yeah. We all noticed this though, Chris. Uh, uh, a shirtless A-League star is accused of breaking his coronavirus quarantine, getting drunk and taking a joyride in a golf cart at 1am in the morning. Now, this is beautiful stuff. We all remember Craig Gow going nuts, and yes. I think he was... Was he chasing a girl? It was pretty unseemly. It was at a bucks. It's a long time ago, but yeah. yeah. yeah it was, and they were on, on site already at the golf course. This wasn't on the golf course. No, no. no. It was on the... He was at the... Apparently, um, they were isolated at the Sydney Academy of Sports in Narrabeen, down near the lakes, which is exact... Can I give you a story? Mm. I met um, Goff Whitlam down there. Is that right? Yes, when Goff was doing his 
pit stop, you know, running around garnishing votes or whatever. Bob Hawke was the uh, the, the sausage turner, <laughs> and it was it was a Labor Party come and come and meet Goff. So we were kids. We went down there. Look at the big man. I love him. He's great. So I'm... we met Goff at this very sacred space. And this was for Hawkey. For Hawkey. Well, oh, Hawkey was the host. Right. It was for Goff to be elected. Goff. Yeah, yeah, back right. in the 70s. This wasn't a fundraiser for Dez to get more facilities. It wasn't even a fundraiser. It was just to mean. rally the troops. Let's yeah, have some chairs. fun. A couple of sausages, yeah, for Goff. It wasn't to get chairs for Trent Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> well, he likes to get shirtless and pantless. Yes, As he did does. Alfie Langer and do some push-ups, didn't he? Yeah. So, I mean, nothing's new and here. And dance right? on the bar. Dance on the bar. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sydney Academy now, Sport and Arabian, two weeks they were sequestered, as they say, or isolated. Now, um, uh, the <laughs> Wellington Phoenix star Tim Payne was arrested for allegedly driving a golf cart while drunk and shirtless on the Wakehurst Parkway. Now, that's a pretty narrow parkway. Now, look, zip I, down there at night at 1 a.m. in the morning. Just, just one <laughs> thing there. Like, so this is the A-League. They, yeah, they, yeah. I didn't know it was still going. So this, it, like it... Has been going. <laughs> it's been going. It has been okay. So Stopped on Tuesday, and, and, and so the poor old cricketers—they've had to stop as well. Yes. And so Timmy Payne, the Australian captain, is is in yeah, A League. Is that's that right. is that what's he's, happening? He's, he's playing he's, for New he's, Zealand. Phoenix. Can, can I just say that Tim Payne? Tough is, time is, for Timmy Payne. Yes, is, tough time. Can Tim. I just say that? Is he the keeper? Tough time, Timmy. He's the keeper, is he? Tim. He is. Because he's got the hands. Yes. You think? Have you not no, seen no, no. the test, the series? We'll no, no, no I mean Timmy Payne. I mean the, the A League player Tim Payne. Oh, yeah. it, is it the same Tim Payne? I think it and, is. And is he the glove man? No, no. The glove man who was <laughs> in the buggy with him was. You know how they always say oh, appropriately named. You know, yeah. like like you know, like Wind Stadium, yeah, right, which is exactly. kind of the opposite. This this doesn't work at all. The goalkeeper's name was Oliver Sale. So S A I L. Mate, they were sailing down Wakers Parkway. They rode it all the way to the top. So if you come out of the Narrabeen, you're on the Wakers Parkway automatically. To the right is Narrabeen. Up the top of the hill is uh, the new hospital. Yeah. They rode all the way to the top, flying down. All of a sudden, going, what, go faster, faster. 20 kilometres now? <laughs> Tim Payne is were they the wearing, Were they wearing top hats? I'm, I'm picturing. I think so. <laughs> they should have had skateboards, top hats, shirtless. I think Hello. So. Yeah, Joey, yeah. Johns. Joey Johns. Uh, no, Tim Payne is the Elise Perry of Australian sports. So one would sport. assume that there's no security guard at the Narrabeen Sports Centre, the academy at 1am in the morning, standing. Ready to watch in case they escape. So they, so they were sequestered, but they weren't secure. Exactly, yeah. Chris, exactly. And it says here, passing motorists on the busy roadway, call the police who stopped the pair near Oxford Falls Road. So they really got a distance out. I always feel with the, the drunken golf cart thing, is it's when, <laughs> when, when you're pissed, it, it seems like a great idea. You yeah. know what? We'll commandeer yeah. a golf cart, we'll yeah. go crazy. Mm. And then you put the metal to the, to the, the pedal floor, to the metal. The pedal to the metal. Doesn't yeah. go anywhere. 10 kilometres an hour. Yeah, yeah. It, it must lose its luster fairly quickly, which is why they, I guess they were trying to. Yeah find a hill I guess you know what they're probably trying to get into the city and race a tram because then then you'd feel like you're flying and you see Bill Murray just like that and and gophers you know the whole thing (laughs) Chevy Chase Pucks of Tawny Phil yeah well that's a great story Um, Chris anything else happening in the uh, world off 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 field at the moment off paddock no I think we're going to have a break soon let's have a break we're running out of stories it's sad and tragic isn't it here's Ferris needs to give it Decides not to. Is he going to get a second, Ferris? There's no stopping Stephen Ferris. Can you put a price on this fella? Dodgy knee or no dodgy knee? He is immense. Now, I've got another idea, Chris. Yes. Nana Glen. They should all hole up at Nana Glen. It's got a church, it's got a pool, it's got a tennis court. Just put them all there in tents, like Tent City. Well, we explored this previously. Stuff. That's beautiful. Property. What yeah, that'd be yeah. beautiful. He's got to suffer. We, we, or pay a price. He'd love it. He'd love it. He'd love it. We explore- Are you not entertained? I'm in the this Pope saying. of Rugby League. Yeah. <laughs> He's the new Pope. <laughs> we explored this previously that Russell Crowe had come up with the idea to take the game bush. But not, ah, not, but not, not his bush. bush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not there. Um, mm. What about this? I just thought about it. The Lord, Vlandis. Lord Vlandis. He's got two jobs. They are NRL Racing. chairman. Chairman? Commissioner? Chairman. Chairman of the, Chairman of the Chairman Australian Rugby League Commission. Steve. And uh, the head of New South Wales Racing. What about Ramwick Racecourt? If it's good enough for the actual Pope, why is it not good enough for Rugby League? Tent City on Ramwick Racecourse. That's a great idea. Play a game uh, there. And keep the horses going. This is, this keep is, the horses going. This is around. the dream. Hello. We've talked about this when he was first appointed. He wanted to fuse yeah. the two sports. Exactly. Now he's got an opportunity. Shut down Rugby League. The horses are going and he just see them yeah. in. Like, you go to Randwick, just play the games in the middle of the enclosures. Yeah. So if you're it's watching... A, it's a punder's dream as well. And you're watching the racing. You've got, you've got the action, the footy behind you as well. You get, people, there, one you, you get people lined up one and a half metres apart across the Harbour Bridge watching the whole thing live on the sails of the Opera House. Yes. On one sail you've got yes. Rugby League, the other sail you've got the races. Come and then on, two perfect. pylons as well, the bridge. 
and the two ha- pylons. Mirror images. And, and each of the other sails would, like the odds, camera, would have the odds. Same going. fee, you know, one, wow. one, one ground. Beautiful. You know what they could do? And I think this is part of the conspiracy. What Rugby League could do, they've got th- this great property, NRL Digital. Yes. 50 million to a billion dollars. One of those. Ditch Rupert. Ditch him. Broadcast it themselves. I reckon that's Valandis's cure. He could just put up a couple of webcams like this and this and just put them up on the mm, at, mm. at Randwick Racecourse. The whole Randwick. thing and Perfect. the races live, cut Perfect. costs. Perfect. We're, we're all in agreement that, that desperate measures are needed right now. And as a youngster, you would remember that they used to have footy um, days, Saturday, and you'd have eight games all playing at once. Yeah. Hello? Yes, and you go around the grounds. And you when it meant something. Oh, there you are. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate how they do things now, we're going around the grounds, but. You know, they're just calling like regional football scores and things yeah, like that. Yeah, Is there yeah. anyone's and, and also, when they say we're going around the grounds, and you just, they just read it out. Yeah, they don't actually go to shooter at the park. No, that's actually, right. No, 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 no. Uh, who are some of the good ones? Uh, uh, oh gosh, the guy at Wollongong. Oh, oh that guy, Steve Mascord. <laughs> no. There was Brad, the Paramount Oh, it'll come. Steve to Edge. No, no, Edgy. No, no, Edgy no. was a Paramount hooker. He, he was, was at the game last Sunday, Sunday week. Yeah, he was. He was. At, at the Parramatta game or the Dragons game? Because he's the only, the is, the only person to captain two teams to a premiership. Wollongong, did he? Yeah. Uh, he, I met Steve Edge. He's a diamond geezer. He's, he's a, a diamond guy. Guy. Really yeah. good guy. Now, we thought we'd run out of things to talk yeah. about, yeah. but we haven't. No. We've had some uh, feedback from uh, the listeners to Fire Up and Fire Up's Quite Australia. Uh-oh. Daniel Michael, before it all went down, said, imagine if there were two off-seasons. Well, we've got one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Maguire... So that uh, means we get two Mad Mondays. That's right. Everything's doubled up. The, 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 we, 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 we're not going to lack... Isolation Mad Monday. Particularly as Tim Payne has thrown down the gauntlet yeah. and said, like, we've gone crazy on the golf buggies. If these NRL players in seclusion are not going to play go. up deluxe Yeah, now, they're going to explode. Yeah. They're going to go nuts at some point. Troy Maguire uh, talking about um, how important the grounds were to him was each ground is a place of refuge and respite from these troubled times mm. where people can go to be comforted by the wise words of Bennett Bellamy and Hasler. This is before they shut the grounds down. What are they, delivering speeches? All under the guidance of Gus Gould. Mm-hmm. The world will spread faster than COVID-20 of the healing powers of these great men. Well, <laughs> that one thing we haven't touched on is Gus has been on Twitter this week and he's had a bit to say, hasn't he, Steve? Mate, you, may have, you, you know Matthew Mitchum. Yes. Triple pipe with a twist. Yep. Yeah. Gus has done that in what, the space of, what, two weeks or a week and a half? <laughs> Comes out and says... No one's talking about climate change anymore. And it sounds familiar, that, that, that tone, doesn't it? You know, whatever mm. happened to last, last year's tragedy or last week's, you know, disaster. And really, it's a bug, whatever. Don't worry about it. That sort of thing. He's been pilloried, hasn't he? He has. And, and I, I assume he has done the, 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 the Mitchum. He's done the Mitchum. He's done the Mitchum. How yeah. many... Because like, I noticed on this morning's show, it's a oh, fair Chris, turn. Chris, you said you'd turn 360. That means you're facing the same. No, 180. Way. I no, should you have said, said 180. You said 360. <laughs> so I want to know, did he turn 360 or has he turned 180, Well, I meant Chris? 180. There's well, a lot right, of movement in between too. Seriously, the worst thing about Dennis not being here in the studio is he just points out all the mistakes that you've made. You oh, know, the, and there's the, been so many. How loose we've been, I've been with science. I've been outraged listening to the podcast going, oh, oh no, correct that to... one. Rub that one out. A virus so, is not a single-celled yeah. organism. It's not. It's smaller, Stephen. I know it's that. Smaller. I but know you, that. Well, but you didn't tell I the did people some research the since then. <laughs> but, but did you agree with Kenny? It's not even theory? an organism. Did you know that? It's not. It's, no. it's, it's a debate whether they're even alive. And it's also a debate as to that's the start of existence as we know it. Yes. The first bit of... It's a bit of RNA surrounded by fat, and which a bit, is why a bit of soap... Isn't or, RNA oh, or DNA? No, it's RNA. Ah, oh, well, we have to clarify that one. A DNA is your double helix. I know, but I heard RNA it be single, single or helix. double. No, that's RNA. RNA is no, single. No, I know that. But I, thought, <laughs> I thought a virus could be either single and or double. This one's only single. <laughs> Let's look into that. Yes, I did look up virus, not coronavirus. <laughs> not the novel one. <laughs> but did you agree with the theory we re-ventilated this morning from Kenny that AFL is a virus? Well, it has been spreading, and you know, and, and, and it's not just Kendi. In the words of the great Alan Jones, the great prophet, um, it's a what, what did he say? It's a scourge. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy when there's uh, four posts at the end of Main Oval at a private school. Yeah, I, <laughs> That's, I can only would agree with that. Travesty. But three yeah. uh, D Habitat tweeted us, and three D Habitat might be suspiciously like Terry Bull, who is responsible for our beautiful design at the moment. And you can get us on Twitter at FireUpNRL. We've uh, actually taken control of the FireUp name. Uh, Brett Oaten has been renamed Toey Human and continues to have... <laughs> he drove a hard bargain there, didn't he? he does. <laughs> Lots he of cash was passed. And, and he continues <laughs> to have thousands more followers than we do. And you can get us on Facebook at, at FireUpRugbyLeague. He's had a run-up though, Chris. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and at FireUpRugbyLeague on Instagram. Yeah. 
But 3D Habitat said, I look forward to the next life and times of Gus Gould. I oh. didn't know he is both climate scientist and immunologist. Maybe if he didn't so much about those areas, he would know more about rugby league. No, that's harsh, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, very harsh, yes, yes. <laughs> well, you, you know, multitasking, men. There's only so many places you can tend your brain to. Even Gus, the and, mighty Gus. And, and now, next time, I'm going to have to come back and try and recall who they used to uh, cut to and round the grounds down at um, Illawarra and so forth, because it, uh, it will occur to me. Yeah, I've got, drive you spare, Chris. I've got a, a, a number of errata to address from last week's episode, Ooh, Stephen, uh, to go. make you happy, Thank you. Dennis. First of yep. all, I've viewed the video. I put my hand on my face way too often. All right, so I'm trying to adjust that behaviour yep. in these no touching. social distancing no touchy, times. Touchy. <laughs> Cheryl yeah. Crow was the singer for Michael Jackson, but the Who? Cheryl Crow was yeah. the singer on the '87 Michael Jackson tour, but, but not the, the tour. But the guitarist with the blonde wig, Oriente. Her name was no Jennifer Batten on that tour because no, Oriente. Really? Yes, Oriente. He was going to do uh, "This Is It" um, until Can we Jackson keep him dropped him off the away perch. from his encyclopedias, please. He is the encyclopedia. The parrot. <laughs> the parrot. Believe it or not, and I prefer our vision that he actually is uh, broadcasting live from the bubble bath in the toaster. We were wrong. Oh, no. He's up in Sutton Forest. Southern, yeah. Down, su- is that where? The mass murderer, serial killer? No, it was Belanglo, which is next door. It's next door, yeah. Yes, very close. Brian Surtees was the guy who covered the beat down at Wynn Stadium when Illawarra was playing. (laughs) Never heard of him. Yeah. Older gentleman. Often sounded like he was drunk. Never heard of him. He he was the guy. I'll I'll come to Surtees in a moment. Uh, Another butler has hit the road, unfortunately, for Jones. Another victim, probably after our podcast. He he goes through them quickly, doesn't he? The The... Metal festival whose name I couldn't remember was Soundwave. Oh, of course, right? yes, 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 that's a big but, one. Yeah. But you did don the Brutus, the Bulldog mascot. Is that correct, Dennis? Yes. Yes. Who's the female mascot? What's the name? Bella. 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 Brutus and Bella. Bella. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the beast. I, I should also point out that when I was in, there was none of this somersaults and dance routine rubbish when I was in <laughs> Brutus. It was just clumsy, yeah. galumphing so, so along. You didn't try to mount her. Didn't try yeah. and out there. No, no, no. Uh, that would be funny, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I know it's an oldie, but it's a goldie. You might lose your job. You <laughs> might lose your job. Soundwave was where I club. saw uh, Richie Sambora and Oriente. What do dogs do? Hello? <laughs> That's not funny. Are we locked up in a room with no oxygen or what? <laughs> Actually, what you've Never done... Said, how flexible is Brutus? Can he get down and do what male dogs like to do? <laughs> and let's play dog... Let, who let the dogs out? Would that be, would that, oh, oh, would that be oh, great? Oh, oh. <laughs> So many things are occurring to me. I have a friend. I have a friend who was the Roosters mascot, and uh, he uh, was uh, um, talking to the opposition player lining up the goal kick. And that was the, if you remember, the Roosters mascot was like the strap-on chook mask and the and the tail. It wasn't very yeah, elaborate. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, he was trying to put off the opposition who was lining up a goal kick from the sideline. And Kevin Roberts, the referee, intervened and told him to go away. And he pecked Kevin Roberts <laughs> and received yes. a. Sterlo says it's time to finish. Yep. All right. <laughs> all right. He received a one-year ban from the Roosters all up. Mr. Summers, Mr. Summers. Sterlo says, what have you been doing with all this time on your hands? Again, another body you wouldn't expect the voice to come out of. No, no. Let's see if we can balance the little bugger. Eh? Whoa. <laughs> so, Chris, what have you been up to? What have you been I think watching, Dennis? To come over here. Mm. Well, the good news is, by the way, that the mascot uh, sponsor, he sponsors... <laughs> seven we're out of control here. he sponsors seven rugby league mascots Sarah Strata is continued to sponsor the mascots even though the game's not going ahead good on them so, so that is good news so are the mascots yeah. dressing up are the mascots they just have a picnic every earning day earning their they, they, yeah, they, 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 they practice they practice they, the they racing sharp, they yeah, practice for sharp. the racing like yep. the rugby league players they need a month but mascots need longer yeah, they've mm. got to stay sharp. Got to warm up. I've yeah. been watching the English uh, game, which is a bit sort of toffee-ish. You know, it's mm-hmm. about the beginnings about of Northern soccer Union or football oh, in soccer. Eton. Uh, soccer, yeah. Uh, it's a series on Netflix. It's quite. Do a, they talk it, about that? Because that's do they do they call it soccer? No, because it was an Eton thing call to call it football. soccer. No, it was association well, football. Since, uh, they, they've censored it. The English have censored I haven't it. Finished it was the whole called thing associ- yet. the start. It was called soccer mm. to differentiate it from the other codes. Mm. It's a classic football. class class a sock, uh, soccer. That's mm. where it came from. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And we're both watching the test. The test, yeah. I um, will be watching the test. Loving that one. To me, Smudger. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I watched the last episode of season ten of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wow. Which people were saying, oh, it's jump the shark. They're completely wrong. It's absolutely magnificent. Jump but the shark. Without yeah. giving away yeah. the end. Yeah. The story arc is uh, a protagonist from a former series Mocha Joe the coffee guy Larry has an issue with Mocha Joe 
and there's a vacant store next to him. So he sets up Latte Larry's. <laughs> and it's a spite store. He goes, yes. Spite? I've set this store up out of spite. Isn't that what it's all about? <laughs> yes. The awkwardness of spite? And, and I think that that gives us hope when a lot of these uh, businesses that have lived in the moment, rugby league, the arts, mm. uh, catering businesses, restaurants, etc., pubs, that they can be driven by spite when they reignite I would have said their re- revenge and vengeance is one of the great drivers in most film scripts. You know, we look at um, Mad Max, etc. You know, there's dozens and dozons of them. But um, the eleventh, Gough Whitlam. I mean, the revenge you want to you want to inflict Very upon good series. Fraser and Kerr it. on that bloody series on the ABC is incredible. Yeah. But you're suggesting that that rugby league comes back driven by spite. I'd say what this is that. All other things in the world are now going to. The rugby league's always been driven by spite. Always. That's that's Hate. Co- so, so it's being stolen. Yeah, it's being stolen. The, the A league stealing it. We yeah. are an, an ideas generator. Coffee shops are starting to steal we spite. Are, so are we. <laughs> <laughs> the, the irony of this. Well, look at what you did for Bossy. You're just continually feeding him material. Yeah. The the irony of this is not that, to mention playing Glenn Campbell at the grand final, Chris. Come on. What a great moment. Take a bow. What a great moment. <laughs> Macho man. Macho man. Doug Parkinson. Didn't that go down well? Doug Rooster Parkinson. man. Rooster man. <laughs> that our economy it, it will be the hairdressers who ironically are still open but they will be front and centre they will just continuously play that that audio and vision of ScoMo essentially misunderstanding and denigrating their proud industry and every other Australian industry will fall into line and out of spite yeah. for the way we've been treated Wasn't that fun? we'll drive it forward one of the funniest highlights was that they cut all these um, hairdress owners together in a montage last night in the news <laughs> defending their industry it was quite funny to watch <laughs> they were an interesting breed <laughs> Dennis how are you passing your time um <laughs> I'm tidying up the shed. <laughs> oh no, you are good on you. I'm just tidying up the shed. I'm disinfecting a few things. Yeah. I'm chucking some Putting stuff out. Putting your cords, wrapping your cords up. Oh no, they're already wrapped yeah, up. No, that, that, stuff's all, that, that stuff's way. all in line. Yeah. That stuff's all. So we're going to keep good. doing but this. I tell you what, else I've been oh, yes? doing is playing a, playing a bit of Destiny on the Xbox. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah that's it for you. Oh, yeah, Brain on. porridge gone cold. Oh, yeah. the problem is I've finished it now. I'm just doing bonus rounds. So Clive. what was what was your Destiny in there? Oh, I just killed all the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we know that we are. You talk about we're only in the prequel or whatever. We know that we're just the uh, the entree for Starship Troopers. The real bugs are mm. going to descend yeah, upon yeah. us. Now, we're going to continue to do this. We may or may not be in the Batuta Studios or the Budget Smuggler well, Studios next keep week. Keep watching this space, eh? Yeah. By accidentally planning, because we've got this one camera here, which is filming you two, and there's this one here, which is filming me, the plan, well, I've accidentally placed it on camera here. We could do this going forward with you guys, with us in remote, completely well, remote. We'll, we'll look forward to all of that. And uh, I think I made less mistakes, so I won't overrun and apologising mm. and whatever. But we want to um, keep the fan interaction going. Unless Gladys calls full lockdown for only essential items, I don't know if she'd consider this essential. No, I think we know the answer to but that. But we can yeah. do this from home. That's what I'm saying. We we'll can set it, it up home. like this and do it from home. And we want to... Sterlo will have to... Oh. We, Where's we, he going to go? We want to get the fan interaction. He on wants to open some bottles of beer. That's what he wants to do. Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and Facebook. And we might even, once we get the remote thing down, we might even try and pursue a few guests. So if oh, out there, let's go for it. Yeah. See you later. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>